time to control it, but he tried to knock it inside for Monelli. He was tightly marked. And it's Oriali now. Bertone. Will be one, two. Yes, it is. Good move. Oh! What a chance. G'day, 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 and welcome to the Maybe Daily. Sonny Munn here, and I am here to break hearts via the ear holes. My partner in crime, co-host, and platonic football lover is unfortunately not with us again today. He's a little under the weather. It's been a big, big tournament and a big, big week and a big, big weekend. And if I say big, big again, I'm probably going to go around the big, big bend. So unfortunately, Mace isn't here, but I thought I'd just check in, wrap up the quarterfinal action, and preview the semis very briefly. And with any luck, we get our cherished comrade back any minute now. Baby, come back. I'd like to thank mintsports.com.au, as always, for being our main sponsor. And I'd also like to thank Scott Chipper Field Trips for sponsoring us today. Scott Chipper Field dusts off his old bus driving cap and takes you on a Socceroos field trip of a lifetime. Come on down to Scott Chipper Field Trips for all your Socceroo field trip needs. Hmm, seems pretty niche there, Chipper. Let us pray as we always do. Let us pray the Moroccan miracle of the Fez Tajines continues. The Peasants' Tablecloth continue to farewell Tom Brady in stodgy style. Le Chaldeur, skipper Hugo Lloris produces some of his patented salmon-gloved moist mitts. And let us pray that Starlight's terminal quad disease isn't infectious. Stay away from messy, big boy. And finally, let us pray for the release of the Tetley Six, still wrongly imprisoned for a crime they did not commit. In the name of Timmy, Les Murray and... Mason Termain, ah, Penn. Speaking of Mason, he's not here to give us the info from his homework about what Qatar stands for. So this one goes out to Mace. Quash ailments thoroughly and recover. Hope to see you soon, big boy, and really hope to hear from you in our ear holes. Now, this tournament has gone from the Teflon tournament to the Quality Cup. It's the pointy end of the spear. It's semi-final time, and we still have three continents in action. It's truly a World Cup. Mundial! There's only been eight nations in history to have won this thing, and two of those countries remain. De Maria's fatal quad disease and Le Chaudeur. Chaudeur. Ha ha ha! Ha ha ha! It's Chowder. Say it right. There's also last tournament's runners-up in the Peasants' Tablecloth. And for the first time in history, an African side remains in the final four in the Fez Tajines. Let's quickly review the quarterfinal action. I did not see any of this because I was in the supernatural amphitheatre of Meredith absolutely having the time of my life. But I've since managed to catch up on it all. And boy, howdy, there were some classics. Everyone's new favourites, the Fez Tajines. One, Ronaldo-less pork and cheese follicles. Zero. The Tajines have been nothing short of superb and deserve their spot here. We take our fez off to them. As mentioned, they are the first African nation to make it this far. And who's to say they can't keep going? Certainly not their fans who will be peaking. They already have a massive North African contingent in the Qatari stands. And evidently there are 30 more flights en route. Enjoy. We had the Peasants Tablecloth 1. Brazil 1. The Tablecloth advancing 4-2 on penalties. They just will not die. 
Neymar scoring an absolute peach of a goal and controversially saving himself till last to be the hero in the shootout. Yeah, one slight snafu there, champ. You may end up losing before the last penalty. Whoops. So no more dancing for Brazil. So old white dudes who used to play the game will have to find something else to get a grass seed in their undies about. I've never seen so much dance. It's like watching Strictly. <laughs> I just can't believe what I'm watching. I really can't. Is this Mickey taking now? No, I, yeah, I don't like this. I, I know, yeah. I know, and he's made the point about culture and his way. But I think that's really disrespecting the opposition. Well, because it's four 0 because they're doing it's it every four, time. It's four, and they're doing it every time. I don't mind the, the first kind of jig, whatever they're doing. It's the one after that, and then the manager getting involved with it. I, I, no, I, I, I'm, I'm not happy with it. It fucking amazes me no end that there was such broad spread outrage amongst international punditry over some harmless expressions of joy, like dancing, yet we are playing this tournament blanketed beneath the dense smoke screen of human rights abusers. It's bizarre stuff all around. I don't know, personally I would have proffered that unnecessary death and incarceration were worth getting shirty over slightly more than a few dudes doing the samba. But hey, that's all wrapping tomorrow's fish now. We had Gakpo and Co. 2, Starlight's Fatal Quad Disease 2, Starlight advancing 4-3 on pens. This, as my partner in crime would say, had an incredible crescendo. The Dutch comeback was bold and beautiful and complete after a sensationally gutsy 100th minute set piece. Their free kick took the sort of agates that refused to be castrated and pulling that out was quite simply disturbing. Not too sure what my analogy was there either. This game had everything. It had goals, it had fights, it had shithousery to the max and more cards than bloody Las Vegas. I counted more cards than Rain Man in this game. There were 15 yellows and one red by my count. Thought the ref was going to get RSI at one point. I'm pretty sure he ran out of ink. Also, while we're on Rain Man, Tom Cruise was underrated in that film. There. I said it. What do you know? He knew how to play a douchebag really, really well. Shock horror. Rainman. Yeah. I said Rainman? Yeah, funny Rainman. Was I trying to say Rainman and it came out Rainman? Yeah, funny Rainman. You? You're the Rainman? Wrapping up the quarters, we have the Tetley 6 1. Le team in blue, le chow de 2. Yet again, penalties are the enemy as they once more scupper the Tetley 6 tournament ambitions. However, this time the spot kick catastrophe began and ended in regulation time when skipper and Roger Ramjet jaw model Harry Kane went all Roberto Baggio and launched one deep into the Infantino stands. It still hasn't landed. Today I feel disabled. Thankfully for Harry, slight consolation, he is Caucasian, so the usual abhorrent abuse he will no doubt cop from English media and fans alike will be less immediate and vitriolic than it has consistently been towards black players failing in the past. Fear not, Pom Lothers, those muck-breaking plop-nugget heathens and their usual foot-shooting post-tournament purges will absolutely surface sooner rather than later, so lick the lips for that. We all look forward to Captain Courageous taking on the likes of Chelsea and Arsenal away. Cue drunken ear-bleeding chants, letting him know about how he let the nation down. Roger and Jet, he's our man. Just on England, here's a list of all the teams England have walloped in World Cups since way back in 2006. You strapped in and ready for these powerhouses, sports fans? England have beaten the likes of Tunisia, 
traditional rivals Panama, Colombia, all right, I'll give you that one, Sweden, Slovenia, Paraguay, Trinidad, Ecuador, Iran, Wales, and Senegal. Now, I know the Mattia Muralithan school of thought that you can only play what's in front of you, but that list is sheer footballing dross. You're a quarterfinal quality team, England. Deal with it and move on. You suck, you jackass. All right, the race for the Golden Dunlop Volley is a battle in three between Le Bleu's Mbappe with five, Giroud with four, and Messi with four himself as well. So that's all going to come down to these last two games. The first semi is... Whoa, it's bloody tomorrow morning. Six o'clock Wednesday, we've got Di Maria's fatal quad disease against the Peasants' Tablecloth and their Croatian Tom Brady farewell tour. Now, eight of Di Maria's starlight are on yellows, so odds are some big players might have the tablecloth ripped out from beneath and get themselves booked, therefore missing out on either the third-place playoff or the big Watusi itself. Are you looking for a guided tour of washed-up ex-Socceroos businesses from a fellow lonely ex-Socceroo? Well, look no further than Scott Chipper Field Trips. At Scott Chipper Field Trips, Scott Chipperfield dusts off his old bus driving cap and gets back behind the big wheel. Hop aboard Scott Chipper Field Trips and take in all the ex-Socceroo sights your bleary eyes can handle. When it's time to go Route 1, we swing past Cozzy's Cozzy's, where John Cosmina himself will kit you out with his green and gold selection of budgie smuggling aqua apparel. So when you need to go the long ball, that's Cozzy's Cozzy's for all your swimming trunk needs. Pick yourself up a pet rabbit as we stop off at Johnny's Warren's. That's Johnny's Warren's for all your rabbit housing needs. Then pop into Francis Awara teepees for all your camping, tent and teepee needs. For an extra 17 bucks 40, Francis will personally spend the night spooning you in the Awara teepee of your choice. Hands where we can see them, Frankie. And for the incontinent among us, fear not. Every Scott Chipper field trip bus is fully equipped with a state-of-the-art Charlie Yankos flush toilet. So, when you need to drain one from 30 yards out and erase the emotional blue and white skid marks of an Argentinian defeat, you can squat on the haunches, look out the window, and trust in Charlie Yankos flush toilets. Remember, you can't spell Yankos without Yank. Or Oss. So sign up now for Scott Chipper Field Trips. Tours run hourly from 2am to midnight daily. Numbers not limited. Scott is so lonely. Everybody on? Good. Great. Right in. Wonderful. No yelling on the bus. I'm going to take it to the corner like you wouldn't believe here. The Peasants Tablecloth have not won a knockout game inside 90 minutes in the last two World Cups. Guys, they made the final last time and they're on the verge yet again. They're bloody Mike Myers, this mob. As in the indefatigable, murderous villain, Mike Myers, from Halloween fame. Not the lovable, poutine-based comedic character actor, Mike Myers. Somehow I can't see Periscope, Perisic and 
Croatian Tom Brady settling in for a night of giggles in front of So I Married an Axe Murderer. But you never know. You just never know. If it runs for 120 minutes, there's a chance to still be watching it. It's an incredible effort yet again from these impossible-to-kill footballing zombies. This is a nation that's only existed for about 30 years since uh, the breakup of former Yugoslavia. They have a population of just over 4.5 million people. That's less than the population of Melbourne and 11 times less than the population of Uganda. Yet somehow they consistently produce 11 battle-hardened warriors every four years. They came third in 98, second in 18. Can they go one better here? The second semi, Thursday morning at 6, we've got the Fez Tajines against Le Team in Blue, Le Chaldeur. The Fez Tajines have not trailed in this entire tournament. Oh, get out of the corner, Sonny. Stop it. I don't have anyone to talk to. I'm going to the corner again. The Fez Tajines have conceded just nine shots on target all tournament. Nine. They've played the likes of the Chocolate Riots, the Tapas Keeping Academy, the Germans, and the Pork and Cheese. And the Keepers only had to get the moist mitts out nine times. In those nine, they've only conceded one goal all tournament. And that was an own goal against the Poutine. It stinks of Greece. Euro 2004 this. They're going all the way. I sensed some cards in the quarters, and now I can sense a moist mitts moment coming in the semis. So keep your eye on that. I'm tipping it's Hugo Lloris. Women hate the word moist. Now, history suggests that Argentina-France will be the final. In the past, there's been a lot of bizarre semi-final lineups. We could have had a World Cup final in 94 of Sweden-Bulgaria. 2002 could have been Turkey versus Nice, not North Korea. So I somehow can't see Peasant's Tablecloth versus Fez Tajines, but bloody hell it would be nice. One thing we do know for sure, if you want to win this World Cup, you've got to go through the Socceroos or the Poutine. France and Starlight Quad are the only teams to beat the mighty Socceroos, and the other semi-finalists in the Fez Tajines and the Peasant's Tablecloth both had to go through the Canucks. Food for thought. Canada, we're going over the border to Canada for some french fries and gravy, sir. Poutine. Righto, I haven't taken a breath, and that's 10 minutes of your life you're never getting back. So, until we meet again, hopefully with Mace alongside me and some semi-finals under our belt, or perhaps only one, enjoy yourselves, stay mint, and bye now. Pick yourself up a pet rabbit.